Welcome to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. My name is Bob Heilig, your host and the founder of Your Virtual Upline. This is the podcast for the new wave of network marketing leaders that want to make an impact and aren't just building a downline, they're building a better world. Join us each week and learn how to build a profitable network marketing business that gives you complete freedom so that you can give back to the world in an even bigger way. What's up, everybody? Bob here, your virtual upline. I will be sharing with you my number one strategy for increasing the retention on your network marketing team. I know this is a very big issue for most of you, if not all of you. It's one of the topics that I get asked about the most. Bob, how do I retain more people on my team? How do I duplicate more leaders on my team? How do I create duplication? All of these things are very, very closely intertwined together. And today, I'm going to share with you what I believe to be the best strategy that I know of to help you in this area. And it's also tied to one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making. We've talked about this issue before on the podcast, but I know that this is going to be a huge one for all of you. Now, before I get into the actual episode, I want to make two big announcements. So at the time of this episode publishing, if you're listening to it, As it's coming out, it is the second week of July, and we've got a big announcement. In the next couple of weeks, there are two things happening that you definitely want to know about. The first of which, we are opening up enrollment to my leadership development program, the Legacy Leadership Academy. Many of you have been asking. We haven't done an open enrollment until the beginning of the year in February, And we are going to be opening enrollment up here in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned on that. You can go to LegacyLeadershipAcademy.com and join the wait list. But here's the other big announcement. So in February, we did a free five-day challenge. It was called the Revive Your Downline Challenge. We came up kind of with a cute name because we know that probably aptly describes a lot of your team's where they're kind of on life support and they need a little bit of help. And look, I know this is a tough time of the year. We are in the doldrums of the summer. July and August are typically a little bit more challenging to create and sustain momentum. People are kind of in that summer. We still have that taking summer off mentality. And if you, God forbid, you live anywhere near me where it is like a migration every Friday to the beach, you can't get anybody to do anything on the weekends or in the summer in the Northeast where I live. But so I know this is an issue and momentum slow. So we are going to run back this challenge again. It's called the Revive Your Downline Challenge. In February, when we did it, it was a free five-day challenge that was geared towards helping you learn how to do a couple of important things. Number one, create more duplication on your team and help you learn how to recruit business builders, how to develop a prospecting system, how to approach people in a way that you actually can get people that want to go to work and do the business 
the runners that you're looking for, the dream teeners. We did a five-day challenge, and over five days, I literally transformed the people that were in there, their businesses. A lot of you participated. We had over 30,000 people join. Yes, that's 30,000. So obviously, this was a topic that people really wanted to know. But we are going to do it again. We are doing version 2.0. And I'm telling you, if you went through that challenge in February, this time around, it is going to be even bigger and better. I'm going to be tweaking and refining the content, making streamlining it a little bit. And uh, I promise you, even if you did it in February, you go through this thing again, you're going to get another huge breakthrough in your business. So here's who it's for. Anybody that wants to learn how to recruit more high-quality people into your team, create more duplication and some excitement and momentum going into July and August to help you close out the second half of the year strong. And I'm telling you, for some of you, what the work that you can do over the next couple of weeks if you participate in this free five-day challenge, I will literally give you the shot in the arm, the jolt, right? The electric shock that you need for your business to really start taking off and heading in the direction that you want. So really, really excited. Now, if you are interested in registering, here's all you have to do. Just go to reviveyourdownline.com. We're going to put that link in the show notes of this episode. Just go to reviveyourdownline.com. You can register for the challenge. Now, here's the thing. It's going to be happening. It starts on Monday, July 15th, and it's going to be happening inside a private Facebook group. I'm going to be going live Monday through Friday inside of the group. We go live at noon each day. Don't worry if you can't make it live. Everything is recorded, so you can kind of watch it whenever you get a chance to, whatever works best for your schedule. Now, I know a lot of you are probably already in the Facebook group. So we're going to do it inside of the same Facebook group that we did last time. But here's the deal. We still need you to register because we've created a new guide with all the new homework assignments and the new content. So you're going to want to go to reviveyourdownline.com, register, and if you're already in the group, then there's nothing for you to do there. But we will email you a copy of the guide for you to go along with the challenge. So listen, spread the word to your teams. I'm telling you, we had some leaders that had dozens of people. We had a, one person told me they had over 100 people on their team that were a part of this five-day challenge. And the momentum that they saw coming off of that, I'm going to help you get past your fear of reaching out, Build your confidence and belief in you approaching people about your business. We're going to give you the scripts and the language you need to use in order to get people's attention. And I'm going to show you this trick and the secret to creating real duplication and momentum. And I'm going to do that all in the course of five days. The training videos are no more than uh, 15 to 20 minutes. And it takes you less than 30 minutes a day to be able to participate. So that's the part I love the most about it is it's totally doable. So go check it out, reviveyourdownline.com. Make sure you spread the word to your teams. Let's get as many people as we can in there. And if you're listening to this episode and it's already passed, if the challenge is over, we'll set it up so that you can still go to reviveyourdownline.com. And we'll have the guide there for you to get anyway. You won't be able to participate live, but we'll at least give you the content that we did 
when we went through the challenge. So those are the two big announcements. Now, let's talk about retention. Now, I thought that this was the perfect topic to do when I announced the Revive Your Downline Challenge because these two things are tied together, right? Some of you are probably going to listen to this episode and you're like, Bob, this is all great, but I don't even have anybody to retain on my team. Like, I need to build a team. Or maybe some of you are like, I have a team, but it's like dead. There's nobody for me to even implement these strategies with. So I think these two things go together hand in hand. I'm going to teach you how to get the team. And this episode is this episode is going to teach you how to do it the right way and retain more and create better results. But if you're a bigger leader, this is going to be huge for you because I promise you I'm going to get you to look at your training systems in a totally different way. But let's talk about retention. So I think as a leader, you've really got to understand the importance of of two different things. See, there's two different sides to this coin of growing your team. You have what can be referred to as new acquisition. And by the way, when I this, what I'm sharing with you now, this doesn't just apply to team members although this is what I'm going to be focusing on, this also applies to customers as well, all right? And this is, uh, I'm, I'm sharing with you content from a masterclass that we actually did just a month ago. We just finished up a training on retention in my Legacy Leadership Academy. We spent a full month on teaching retention strategy, so I'm giving you just a small little sneak peek from that training today. But you've got to understand the importance of both new acquisition, customers and team members, and retention, which is keeping the ones that have already joined and signed up. And I think the big mistake that I see people making is they focus too much on one or the other. Right now, I would probably guess for more than most of you, you're probably focusing a little bit too much time on the retention part of the equation, right? Which means that you've kind of you've fallen into what we call management mode, right? What happens is we start to build a team and then we shift into, well, let me just help and support my team. Let me just focus on retaining them and motivating them and managing them. And the problem with that is that you do that too long. Eventually your team becomes stagnant and the growth slows because people do as you do, not what you say. And if you're not out there acquiring new team members and customers and leading by example, then you can't expect them to do it. Now, the other side of the equation is if you focus too much on acquisition, which is just your own personal business. You know, some people are taught just go out, focus on your business, get new people, and, if the, and you'll eventually find the serious ones. Now, that was how I was originally taught in my company, my first mentor. That was it was all about just personal acquisition, right? Just put your head down, keep working. Somebody doesn't get it. That's too bad. You'll eventually find someone that's serious. Now, here's the problem with that. You just focus on new acquisition. Eventually, you know, you you can have some success in your own personal business, but you're not going to do a very good job developing strong, independent leaders. And what happens is you wind up getting stuck on this kind of treadmill of just you always out there doing all the work. So here's what's important to understand. You've got to be able to, you got to be able to incorporate both, right? A successful business has, has a component of new acquisition, but there's also a tremendous value placed on retention. And what I have found is this retention is the key that unlocks long-term residual income and true freedom. See, I want you to think of your business like this. Think of it like a bucket. All right. And, but think of it like a bucket that has holes in it, right? A leaky bucket. This is kind of what described my business my first couple of years in this profession. 
is you've got this bucket and you keep dumping water in it, right? You're out there, you're prospecting, you're talking to new people, you're bringing them into your funnel, they're joining your team. But the problem is, if you haven't done a really good job in the area of retention, you've got holes in your bucket, here's the problem. You can work really hard pouring water in, but you can't you can't fill it up quick enough because you're working hard putting it in and just as quickly it's going out the bottom. See, for some of you, you've got too many holes, you got a leaky bucket. And, and, and that's a problem because here's the thing. If you're constantly on the never ending treadmill of having to just keep recruiting new people to replace the ones that are leaving, I got news for you. That's not a business. It's a job, right? A business is something that runs without you. You can never develop true financial and time freedom in a business like this, unless you learn how to plug the holes in your bucket. And that is what retention is all about. Look, my first couple of years, I used to really struggle with this because I was taught it was all about just, you know, go out and find new people. And what I noticed was, is my first couple of years, I saw so many great people come and go in my team. It was like I was constantly replacing all of my leaders every you know three to six months. Maybe they would stick around a little bit longer. But I eventually got to the point where I'm like, this, this can't be the solution to my problem long term. I can't continue to just do that. This is not a business. This is a job. And I eventually started to realize, well, you know what? I actually do have a role to play. You know, it's not that I'm responsible for for people's success, right? You can't make someone successful. Ultimately, they've got to be committed and being willing to do the work and have the desire. But what you can do as a leader and what I was failing to recognize is that you can create a culture in which retention is a standard operating procedure. There are there, there's a different way to do certain things that will increase the likelihood that people stick around. And this was the piece that I was missing. I wasn't growing as a leader. I wasn't developing this other set of skills because I was always just focused on filling the bucket, even though it had holes. Here's what you'll find about retention. Even small incremental improvements in retention – can have a monumental impact on your long-term results and you developing leaders. Just small little tweaks. See, that's all it is for some of you. It's just small little tweaks in certain areas are going to make all the difference. And I'm going to give you one tweak, what I believe is the most important tweak today. But we're going to break this process. When I talk about retention, I break it down into two basic groups of people. You've got number one, you've got new people. And the way that I define a new person is anyone that's on your team that is in their first 90 days. See, 90 days is kind of the breakoff point that I use when segmenting these two groups. And then the second group is everyone else. So it's your existing team members that have been involved longer than 90 days. Now, for this training, this message, we are going to focus on group number one, brand new people. Because I will tell you that this group, by far, will give you the biggest leverage you have to create better results. If you can do just a slightly better job retaining your new people, helping even a small percentage of them create results more than you are now, it'll completely revolutionize your business. And then it follows the old adage, well, why are new people a better thing to focus on? Well, 
look, I've been around long enough to figure this out. And I heard this said in my early days. And I really believe it's true. It is easier to give birth than it is to raise the dead. So here's what the focus should be. As a leader, if you can focus on increasing the percentage of new people that stick around for more than 90 days actively building the business. So if you can move a higher percentage of people from group one to group two, now here's the key part of this statement, actively building the business, like actually committed wanting to do the work out there, talking to people, sharing just because someone's name is on your downline report and they technically started more than 90 days ago, if they're not actively involved in the business, then guess what? They're not really in the business. They may not have formally sent in a, a resignation letter or called you up and said, hey, I'm quitting. That People don't do that. They just stop building the business. So if you can get even a small percentage of people past that 90-day mark still committed and excited and actively building, it's going to make a world of a difference in your business because here's what we eventually find out is that, you know, and I've heard this number kicked around a lot and, you know, I don't know, I've never really seen the proof, but I just, I know in my business, this was the case, the vast majority of your production every month is going to come from people in category one, people that are still in their first 90 days, right? I've heard the number said anywhere from 75 to 80%. Now, here's what that means is that if you can get new people out there excited, creating better results, then that's going to drive your team's production even higher. So that's going to be the focus. But here's the key term I want to introduce to you. So inside of our uh, our program, my Legacy Leadership Academy, we talk a lot about this concept called the retention point. The retention point is critical for you to understand. Here's what it is. It's the, think of it like this. The retention point for you, your new person is the moment when they become so emotionally invested in your business that they become a lifer. That they become someone that's not going anywhere. See, we, we've talked about this thing called the I quit line before on the podcast. And the I quit line is when you start out, most new people are on the wrong side, which means it's easier for them to quit than it is for them to stay. So you need to get them on the other side where it's harder to quit. And, uh, and that's what the retention point is. So I want you to think about if you can get your new people to the retention point, get more people to the retention point faster, that's the secret to long-term sustainable results. So what it requires you to do as a leader is you must design your training to move the retention point earlier in your process. And the way you do that is through a properly designed onboarding system. Now, I've taught a lot about onboarding. It's one of our key areas we focus on in my Legacy Leadership Academy. We've talked about it on the podcast before, right? But but what I really want to get across to you is this idea that the key is you really need to stop just focusing on getting new people. And instead, if you can shift your focus on getting more of your new people to the retention point faster, your business will explode. Now, that that begs the question, how do we do that? So how do we get people, new people, to the retention point? Well, I'm going to give you four basic things right now. And, you know, we're not going to, I'm not going to go into detail, but I just want to give you four things to think about. 
You get your new people to the retention point by, number one, inspiring them to improve themselves. See, if you can show your new person that this opportunity is a way for them to create a better life for themselves in whatever, whatever way that might mean, that's going to help them get to the retention point. Second thing is you have to give them clarity over the pathway or the plan to make that improvement. So get them excited about how their life's going to be better and then show them a very clearly designed system of how that can happen. And then that leads us to number three, you get your new people to the retention point by teaching them how and helping them to take the first step. And then the fourth thing is, and I think this is a big missing piece for a lot of you, you get your new people to the retention point by not just teaching them how and showing them the steps, but revealing to them the values and the mission that guide your work. This is the why behind what you do. And look, if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, this is not a new idea to you. The whole entire philosophy, this movement that I've helped create called the Legacy Leader Movement is all based on having a bigger sense of purpose behind why you do what you do. That network marketing is a vehicle to help you make an impact in the lives of other people and and do something much bigger than just making money. And if you can start integrating this type of stuff into your conversation with new people, it'll make all the difference. So those are just four things to think about. But I want to get into the actual strategy. So, and this strategy will kind of hit on some of these points, but the number one strategy that I am going to teach you today to help you improve your retention is this. You must learn how to lead and not teach your new people. Listen, I will tell you the single biggest mistake that most people make that kills their results is as soon as that new person joins, they start right away teaching, right? They show them what to do step by step as soon as they join. Almost every onboarding system that I have ever looked at or analyzed have fallen into this trap. It's, it's the idea and it's, listen, it's done with good intention most of the time, but it's the idea that if we can just show them what to do, that they won't be overwhelmed and they'll be motivated enough to do the work. But here's the problem. If you turn into a teacher as soon as someone joins and you start delivering the getting started training and the steps and the videos and, and even worse, giving someone a book to read, oh my God, please Do not give a new person a book to read when they join. They should not be spending their time reading a book. And then they get bombarded with podcasts and Facebook Lives and groups and emails from the company, right? Here's what happens is this new person joins, right? And they're hopeful that this thing could create a better life for them. And they eagerly want to believe that your business is the answer to their problems, But when you flip right into teaching mode, here's what happens. They get lost and they get overwhelmed. Look, it took me a very long time to understand this. And quite honestly, this is something, you know, that I've had to learn. It was a hard lesson for us to learn inside of our Legacy Leadership Academy. It's this idea. And please, if you're taking notes, you should write this down. More information or more Value does not 
equal more retention. I'm going to say that again. More information or more value doesn't equal more retention. Look, information and value is like water. Too much water is just as bad as too little water. Look, I've got a funny story, but it's kind of like a thorn in my side. I went, you know, Shannon kind of jokes with me because I'll go through like these kind of these little kicks where I just get on something and I obsess about it. And I got on a a plant, a house plant kick a couple of months ago. And I found this site. And if you're interested, you know, people are like, what's the site? It's called Bloomscape. But you can like order like house plants potted, ready to go. They ship them. You just unpack them. And, you know, I've got my new office and I just want to like, I just feel like I wanted to make it more homey. So I bought all these house plants, right? Spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars, littered them all over the place. And then I systematically started killing them because I overwatered them because I was so worried about them not getting enough water. I was just dumping water on them. I even downloaded this app to tell me when, but I would just get so scared. And they all started turning brown. It was because I overwatered them. And I'm telling you, that's what a lot of you are doing. You are killing your new people because you're overwatering them. You're giving them too much information. Look, this is a really important lesson for you to learn. And, and how it applies to our business is one of the big changes that we've made inside of our program our Legacy Leadership Academy, is when new people join, we used to just give them so much training and, and, and you know, videos and all that. And, and here's the number one thing people would say when they quit. I mean, it's all great. I just didn't have the time to go through everything, right? Or I couldn't find what I needed. And, and, and we started to realize, well, wait a minute, this is not the case. Just giving people more is not serving them. So we made some big changes in our program, and we actually have the philosophy now where we teach way less. We only focus on the most important stuff in terms of building a successful business in this profession, and we focus on having people take action and implement and master because people don't grow unless they do, unless they implement and take action. And instead of, look, the problem is this, you know, the last thing a lot of you guys need is to watch another video, listen to another podcast. You just need the clarity on what to do and somebody to give you a kick and you know what to go do it. So we've made some big changes in our program in that area, but you got to start changing the way you teach and train new people. Because I'm just telling you, when the more that you're asking your new person to do within the first few hours or days of them joining, the more difficult it's going to be to get them to the retention point. And when you just give them too much stuff, they get overwhelmed and then they feel bad because they're like, it's great, but we just don't have the time to go through it. Like a lot of our members and our customers were telling us, and then they start doubting themselves. So here's what your onboarding system has to do. It's got to be be able to give them just enough to get them excited, but you got to focus on helping them take action, right? You and, and now here's the question. Okay, Bob, I get it. How do we motivate them to take action? That's like the million-dollar question. Well, here's how. You motivate them to take action by leading them, not teaching them. See, some of you need to start leading new people. Stop teaching them. And I'm going to share with you right now three things that leaders do differently during the onboarding process of new people. Number one, leaders lead with values and beliefs. They understand that people buy why you do what you do long before they buy what you do or how to do it. 
And here's what I've learned. And, and we saw this in our program and you'll see this in your business. People will stay way longer when they feel like they are a part of something special, part of something bigger than just themselves. See, people are desperately seeking purpose and meaning in their life. And if becoming a part of your team represents something bigger in that area, they're going to be more likely to stick around. Now, they're not going to know that unless you as the leader are telling them that and sharing that with them when they first come in. See, they're going to join because they see a potential solution to their problem, but they're going to stay because they share the same beliefs as you when it comes to the mission of your work. And I'm just telling you, if you expect them to do anything, it's going to be whether they see themselves like you. If you can connect with them on that much deeper level, it gives you the ability to lead them into action so much more than just showing them the steps of doing it. So that's number one. Leaders lead with values and beliefs. And I want you to ask yourself, are you clear on what the mission of your work is? Are you talking about the values and the beliefs of why you do what you do? Go back and listen to some of our past episodes. We've talked a lot in this area of helping you in, in come up with, with exactly what those are for you. Second thing leaders do different, leaders are connectors. They make it a priority to connect new people to others on the team that they can relate to, whether it's the same sex or age or background or profession or location. See, here's the key thing to understand. As a leader, you have to have a handful of success stories of people on your team and your onboarding process should be sharing those stories, whether it's videos or you just physically telling them or what I think is even better connecting that new person on three-way calls, on Zooms, on chats, right? Sharing stories with your new person about how people overcame challenges. If you have a new person on your team that's struggling with fear and confidence and reaching out and caring about what other people think, connect them to another person on your team that dealt with that same thing, what was be able to have success. See, a lot of people are not mindful of the power of stories, See, when you can share these stories with new people, it gives them the inspiration to know that they can continue to make this happen. So that's the second thing. Leaders are connectors. The third thing that leaders do differently is they inspire people first. And what that means is this. As a leader, bringing a new person into your team, you must help them visualize what life will be like after they take action and see results. You've got to get them excited about the future. See, leaders sell the person on the transformation that will occur in their lives before they show them the steps. They make the outcome that's waiting for them, whether it's related to their products and how it's going to improve their health or whether it's the business about how it's going to make their life so much better. They get the new person, even if they might not believe it yet or see it, but they get excited about the possibility because guess what? For most of them, their job, that's not a possibility. And they start thinking about, wow, could this really be? And when they get excited, when the outcome that's waiting for them on the other side, when that is big enough, then they're ready to take action. Now they're ready to go and do the hard work and deal with the nose and put up with all the negativity. But until they understand why they need to, your system and, and showing them the steps is not going to matter to them. So this is the key thing. And I want you to think about in your system. 
are you doing that? Look, this is, this is nothing more than a conversation that you layer over top of your system. This doesn't take hours. It's just you taking the time to find out what's missing in their life. Why did they join? What's their problem? What are they looking for? And then getting them to understand that what you're offering them in your business is a vehicle to make that happen. Talk to them. Get them to think about what's life going to be like when you leave that job. What's life going to be like when you pay off your bills? What's life going to be like when you can give to your church or volunteer your time? Get them excited. And then your job as a leader is to take that hope that they have that maybe this could happen and transfer that hope into belief by moving them into action, getting them small wins, and showing them early success. And I'm just telling you. If you can learn how to stop teaching and start leading, it will literally change your business and change your life. And that, to me, is the first step to retention. Now, here's the thing. There's obviously a lot more to this, you know, and I just shared with you a very small sample of what we taught inside of our Legacy Leadership Academy uh, in our Retention Masterclass. We have about a half dozen other different strategies that we went through, some homework assignments to help people implement. So if you got any value out of this episode, I would highly encourage you at least check out the program when we open back up in a couple of weeks. But before then, I want to remind you next week, Monday the 15th, the Revive Your Downline Challenge begins. So here's the thing. This is the perfect one-two combination. Join the challenge. Go to reviveyourdownline.com. It's free. Five days, Monday the 15th. We are done on Friday. I promise you, I will give you the training and inspiration and support you need to get out there and find some new recruits. And then you take what you've learned in this training today and you start creating better results for them. And I can't even imagine where some of your businesses are going to be by the end of this year. You're going to run into the summer with crazy momentum and excitement. And some of you are feeling kind of down because you set these big goals for yourself in the beginning of the year. And now we're at the midway point. Maybe you're not even close. I'm telling you, don't give up. You can close out the ground. You can make it happen. But it's going to start with what are you going to do in the month of July to set up the second half of your year to be different and better than the first. So go to reviveyourdownline.com. Spread the word. Get as many of your team, whether they're brand new or existing leaders. It doesn't matter. It's for all shapes and sizes and experience levels. Anybody will get value out of this. And I hope to see you there. So that's the message for today. I hope you enjoyed the training. I appreciate you all being there. And I hope to see a lot of you in the challenge starting next week. Take care.